Previously on Damon Lindelof's Style M for Magic. Nothing happened <laughs> Don't know again. Who that is. And, and then, Does but anybody then there know was a bear is? for some reason. Don't know what's going on. He's a Fully no idea. Thank you. Thank you for getting my deep cut. He was, he, him and, it was Lost Guy. The guy that helped. Yeah. The... Oh, Lost. Yeah, remember that show? The show I never watched. Remember that show yeah. that like people really liked? It's kind of like Game of Thrones. It like ended and then everybody <laughs> stopped caring. It also ended terribly. Yeah, they both yeah. ended terribly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of, kind of the same deal. Kind of the yeah, the point that Bobby was making there. Also, there's a whole episode where they're trying to start a bus, even though they're on an isolated island, which makes zero sense because they're not going to drive anywhere. There was a polar bear on the island and a smoke <laughs> monster. Nothing made sense. It was stupid. <laughs> hey, Game of Thrones also had a smoke monster and bears. Did it? I'm seeing the parallels. And probably more bears, realistically. Not polar bears, though. No, but there was I a bear think. fighting pit. Yeah, I liked that. I liked Lost. It was really good. Get the fuck what out What other of shows here. do we like? Can we get that in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> I liked Lost. It was really good. That's the title. <laughs> anyway, last time, what did we do? We went shopping. Last time we did some shit. Last time, uh, the party was able to find lodging at the Cheerful Raven Inn, and they also did some shopping, wherein... Vincent came away with a weapon that occasionally over encumber or encumber fuck I do that every time that occasionally encumbers opponents when hit. Red got some paper and ink so that they can make their own woodland coloring book. Kitty got a bag of holding and Treble came away with the ba- with the bag with the cloak of partial concealment along with a legendary toupee that increases his undetectedness. As all toupees do. As all toupees do, because nobody <laughs> wants to acknowledge you're there. And that is where we find ourselves. Well, so. and then didn't something... Oh, uh, pardon me, I forgot, I forgot. And then a very important thing happened, wherein a seance was conducted, emotional words were exchanged, and through the power of positive energy... And friendship. And friendship. Vincent was able to Kirk to coax Herman back out and into the world again. I'm back, baby. Through the power of Red's extremely good guided meditation. <laughs> that that was some good cook. Are you tr- really trying to steal no, his thunder? It was no. A real good That's all. Making a joke. The real good cush. <laughs> it was the good cush that I bought at the store. And so that is where we find ourselves. Uh the seance has ended. You are all in what I think is a seated position. Yeah, can we go back to uh, th- what it actually looks like in the room as uh, Herman wakes up? Yes. What do we see, Nate? Oh, well, you want me to describe the room? I want you to describe yourself. Like, uh, like, do we see a change come over the body of her, Vincent? Um... Uh, not like a visual uh, I mean I guess a little bit of a visual change with like the body language and stuff I'm trying to think of what Herman how Herman would carry himself versus Vincent because I feel like Vincent's probably got really good posture whereas Herman probably doesn't (laughs) so he just kind of slouches down a little bit yeah he slouches a little bit a little less bloodlust in the eyes yeah but otherwise I mean still the same the same vessel I was just going to say, the room we're in, it was a bunch of, it was like four beds with one extra long, extra long bed, and we pushed them all to the sides. 
and Bass was trying to knock over some of the candles because he was sitting in the circle. Oh, yeah, that's right. In that fashion. <laughs> you know, trying Classic. to start a fire. Treble's going to look at Herman and be like, Herman, are, is that you? Are you back? Did it work? It's me. I'm back. I had a, a conversation with uh, with Vincent, and uh, he, he convinced me to come back. And I'm, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm so glad you're, you're not dead anymore. Me too, buddy. Me too. He actually gives Herman a hug. He goes over and gives him Aww. a hug. I hug. I hug you back. Aww. <laughs> you don't just stand there with your arms on your sides going, uh. <laughs> uh. Just in case people were wondering. I'm in uh, character awing, so, by the way. So since I was gone, what, what did I miss? I have this weird taste in my mouth. We're in a different country now. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's called the vegetable. You ate some. What? Oh yeah, you had a salad. Did you know Vincent was a vegetarian? A, a very what? You let Vincent eat a salad? Bad veg- I trusted you guys. Uh, Seemed like it, a good idea. <laughs> it, it, it's fine. It'll probably make your bowel movements go much easier now. So, th- well, yeah, that, just for like a day. That sounds nice. It is kind of inconvenient <laughs> being on the toilet for an hour a day. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where things get weird. A element of the roleplay of the game is that like poops. like Herman has to take da- a certain amount of damage per day just for like his bathroom break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much of a torn anus does? <laughs> oh no! Oh, this is a bad game. This is a bad, <laughs> bad podcast. How do we always Wait. end up at poop again? How it's, do we always end up here? It's mainly Bobby. <laughs> All only eats meat. He has to eat vegetables. I'm sorry. I have in real life a mex- messed up digestive system, and it hurts me physically just thinking about it. We're all adults, and we all have a lot of stomach problems. That's adult life at this point. Um, sorry, folks. Anyway, Herman is back, and we're thrilled. Yeah, so we're in a new place. What are we? What are, what have we been getting up to? What are we? Where are we going? What's going on? Yeah, so we got. Um... Tell me everything that happened in the past six episodes. <laughs> do, do, do you not re- remember anything that you experienced as Vincent? I, I, I mean, you. Yeah, both... do you need to go back into the spirit realm again and talk some more about sort of the combining your brains and memories a little bit? Because. Yeah, you know what? That's a good call. Uh, instead of you guys explaining everything, I'm just going to dip out for 10 seconds, go into my uh, spirit realm, out, you have a conversation with Vincent, and he'll just explain everything to me. Just, uh, uh, do a little mind palacing. It, 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 it works wonders. I'm going to take a quick winker, BRB. Quick <laughs> winker. Close his eyes. Quick Close his winker. eyes for 10 seconds. And now he knows everything. <laughs> so you don't have to re-explain it. Because I don't know why I prompted that. <laughs> for comedy. For the bit. Everything's always for the bit. Okay, well, after... That. I'm sorry, I can't call it a quick winker. That just... <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just... Something something just prevents me from doing it that. It sounds um, dirty, is the problem. A winker? Quickly. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> Sounds a little bit dirty. So after this, after uh, that quick winker. 
Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that you all want to actually do a rest. Y- yes. yes. We had dinner. So, we went shopping. Yeah. You... So how long do you guys want to sleep for? I'm like going to say that you got amount. back, because it's still only day one uh, yeah. that you've been in this city. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, every one of our, our sessions of uh, of this show is like a, a season of 24. Yeah, you know, it's all it's happening. One hour time. per... Uh, <laughs> the only difference is that luckily we don't have Kiefer Sutherland. And the show isn't, isn't subtly racist. And it doesn't have the guy from the State Farm commercials. Anyway, okay, so, a few so much better then. then. We're so much. Better. Yeah, yeah. And now that I've alienated us from ever getting a State Farm sponsorship, what uh, a, that sweet Kiefer Sutherland endorsement. <laughs> that, that sweet Kiefer Sutherland money. Um, Kiefer Sutherland's like, well, I was gonna join the come guest star on their podcast until Henry just trashed me. <laughs> I guess he's not going to appear in season eight of Designated Survivor. <laughs> is that show still on? It's not on season eight, but it is still on. Oh my on. god. We uh, are talking a lot it's, it's about on like US season f- television in this episode. Yeah, because there's a lot of Sorry crap out for there. all of it- our non-US <laughs> listeners. They do get our television um, in other countries. I don't know if someone outside of the US would be interested in the extremely American show 24. <laughs> Anyway, um, so you all sleep for, I will say, 8 to 12 hours, so if you want to wake up in the morning, that's great. If you want to wake up closer to noon, that's fine. You know, regular people like Kitty and probably Red and probably Herman sleep the 8 hours, and then Treble, who is a dirty bohemian actor, (laughs) poet type, sleeps until the sun isn't so bright anymore. Red's actually, like, college student age, so he's probably also gonna sleep 12 hours. He's an emo. He could just as easily run on, like, two hours of sleep yeah, a night, and you don't know He either know that. sleeps not at all or for way too long. Believe me, he has he has a little bit of depression, like the rest of us. All of this also applies to just college students. All of the things that you just said. So, yeah, so I feel like Red would also sleep. So that's for a what really I'm saying. Red would also sleep either for none or for twelve hours. Uh, so yeah, we're awake the next morning. We made it. We did it. Please tell us that nothing bad happened to us in the night. The city was ransacked. Please tell <laughs> us to click died. the long rest button. Thank you. There was a hockey game that got out of hand. There was rioting. Somehow Seattle managed to lose another game. It, it just, it, it, it's out of control. Um, do, 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 no, Seattle nothing. Jokes. Yeah, well, no, no. That was nothing. my little theme song for Seattle jokes. <laughs> do, 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 Seattle That's jokes. a. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's up with me this morning. It's early. Okay. We're all a little bit tired today. A little punchy. Little punchy. Little punchy. Little edgy. No, nothing. Nothing untoward happened during the nighttime. So you're able to awake without, without complication. You awake. It's a. It's a sunny day in Kuru. So, what would you guys like to do? Uh, Kitty's gonna spend some more time with the book. That figure out what to the do. Book. The book. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about the book. Last session, I don't remember if I did this or not. My gut says I didn't, 
there was a section that I wanted to talk about that you would have found that talks specifically about what entities you can summon with different quantities of fuel. We just knew that now, we needed I... gems and that it accidentally called a, a gin one. Okay, well, I'm going to give you some of those now, which I should have done last session. I apologize for not doing that. This is a partial list because at the time of writing the book, this is all the information they had. So you, fill, you can fill in the gaps. There's an entry for 50 gold pieces, which talks about being able to summon a lesser devil. There's an entry for 100 diamonds, which talks about being able to summon a planetar. There's another entry for 50 diamonds, wherein you can summon an oni. 150 diamonds will net you a conversation with a... Uh, oh, fuck. Where'd it go? <laughs> Indeed. Um, oh, what's it called? Damn it. I had it right in front of me. It's the... Th it's the... It's the... Not the corollary. The, the thing... The Cthulhu. No, no, that's a... Well, I don't want to give it away. That's a different <laughs> denomination. Um, <laughs> Captain Crunch. Captain Planet! Well, that, you're never going to have enough money to summon Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, now that's all I want to do. We don't have enough heart to call Captain Planet. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, uh, 75 will summon you a Rakshasha. Oh, Jesus, 75. 75 diamonds or 75 gold? diamonds how are we supposed to get this i have I, a diamond on my person is it like worth that much money like a diamond worth that much money or that many diamonds that many diamonds oh, fuck so the diamonds themselves can be small as long as there's that many of them it doesn't specify but you could make that assumption like we could just crush okay. a bunch of diamonds into tiny diamonds that might defeat the purpose, but... You didn't uh, say no! Maybe. I didn't say no, that's correct. Can so, one of us... Oh, yeah, let's waste all of our diamonds Can by one of crushing us them all up. Spend, and Henry says no. Spend just like a few days in-game getting good at like... Diamond cutting? Like working with gems and like cutting diamonds and we can just create more diamonds for ourselves. Can we go to a mine? Hey, Henry, is there a mine where we can just sort of look for like, tiny, grind tiny for diamonds. more diamonds? <laughs> yeah, can we go XP hmm. grind for diamonds? <laughs> I suppose you could, but... Anyway, what did 150 no, but... diamonds call? 150 diamonds is going to get you a conversation with a horned devil. Hmm. This isn't even to summon them physically to us. This is just to talk to an entity? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Just, what correct. is the wording that it uses? Seems like a weird thing for the book to leave out. That's conversation. Uh, the conversation could be It just says conversation. Whether or not that happens in person or okay. you just hear a voice is remains to Got be it. seen. Okay. Uh, the last entry that you see is uh, 200. And it, this one is odd because it doesn't actually have a currency listed. So it could be gold or diamonds. And it's a conversation with a pact devil these people calling why are all of most of these things evil yeah it sounds yeah, like an evil there? phone well a planetar is i said most yeah, uh, I said like an angel. I, yeah, yeah you did you did say most that's true that's on me. Is there a section in here for um uh contacting just like regular people 
Yes, for the low, low price of 15 diamonds, you can contact another entity, non-demonic, non-abyssal, or celestial, but you do have to know their true name, full name. You have to know their true name, that's very fey and I like it. Uh, And that's 15 diamonds? Correct. And does that include from any space and time? Yeah, there's no collect calls here. Can we call someone in the future with that? <laughs> what was that? Can I call someone in the future with that? Uh... Where does it talk about the time travel abilities of this phone? I mean, uh, it doesn't because it's sort of uh, you gotta you get the time traveling by talking to an entity. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, follow-up question. Is there... Did you mention Archfey? Uh, I didn't, but... Are they I do Actually, anywhere? I should have mentioned that, though, because that is listed here. So 160, gets you, 160 diamonds gets you a call with an Archfey. Uh, I think Red looks at that and is like, I, I don't... Y'all, I don't think we need... I mean, I, I, I feel like we could just talk to Gerald Birkenstock just sort of whenever... Do we need to talk to Gerald? You, you or? saying you, 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 you talk to Gerald, but it was just a regular sailor man on the boat. No, no, it wasn't. He gave... Faye's very tricky, all right? it's They're tricky, and it, if you grew up in the forest... You would know about it, but they they can take a lot of forms. But it, trust it, me, it, it was. It, it, it seems like not a lot a of things happened in the forest that don't happen other places. Y'all should come visit the forest sometime. Well, when Red, when you you when we're not fugitives from the law of the country where most of us are from, maybe we can c- come visit the forest. Sorry, Treble. What was your question? Oh, I was just going to say, you forget a lot that I also am Faye. Um, yeah, that's I'm right. Like, I'm, like third, I'm like third, fourth generation Faye, but I'm still Faye. Okay, so like, do you have, you? can you time travel us or? No, and I don't know who Gerald Birkenstock is either. And you keep talking about like I should because I'm a Faye person. He's an like, arch Faye. I, I, I don't know what that even means. Oh, what does that well, even mean? Well, well, one of the powerful ones, I, I expect. I wouldn't mind meeting them, but... That's where I get my powers from, so that's, uh... Did, what? Well, here's my point. Regardless, whoever we want to talk to, clearly we can't do any sort of anything anytime soon, because we need diamonds, and those are not cheap. So, I had an idea... But I know you're not going to like it. And he's looking specifically at Kitty. Oh, sounds like I might like it. She narrows her eyes. And her pupils get very small because she's a cat. (laughs) We need money. And I can almost guarantee that there's going to be one organization that's going to need something done. And some of us have cards to get us in there, too. Uh, The Blood Drinker Social Club is probably going to have something that they need done something that degenerates like like us can do like maybe they need some carpentry work done no red i'm thinking probably more in the lanes of like murder or thievery or something like that 
usually for people who take odd jobs and in things that we do, there's also other places, usually like normal people who are like, please go kill all of these evil, evil, murdery, like frog murderers. Instead of being like, please go steal this priceless artifact from these people because we want it. Hold up. Are the are the murderers frogs or are they people murdering frogs? In my mind, it was like that they were, the frogs were murdering people. It, 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 and we were saving some people. Instead of working for e- 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 evil snake people who would probably just have us murder people who they don't like. I told you you wouldn't like my idea. I, you are correct. That was my idea. So, what's your idea? We find more advantageous alleys of, of, of making money that don't involve us getting further and further into a criminal underground. Hold up, I'm just going to see uh, what what's on the job board. <laughs> I go over to the community board where I posted my little flyer <laughs> to see if anyone else has posted flyers. Is for, it just Red's work. flyer on there that's just completely <laughs> empty? It's just Red's and no one has taken the little pull tab things Aww, that he created. Poor little guy. So before you do that, I wanted to make one addition. Kitty... The, uh, in addition to the entities listed there, there, I finally found the thing that I was looking for, which was solar. There is also an option to to invoke a solar, which you can do for 120 diamonds. There's also uh, an entry in there where they don't really know what every quantity that you put in does, so you might just get something random. <laughs> so we could use like putting our, in what you have. our one diamond to see who it calls, or like we could try an emerald or something and see. Exactly. I don't like that idea because it seems like this phone mostly calls evil things. I wonder if we would be able to, in some way, spiritually contact our friend who is currently on ice in a fridge. My colleague's just screaming into the phone. It'd be cool if we could ask him about where he got this phone. Or know why Mabel is now alive and working for the Abbey. Yeah, or like any of the information that he Or just anything in general. But I feel like the phone won't call him because DM-wise, that guy was supposed to die. (laughs) I mean... He was not supposed to die. We're collaborating on this story together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we all decided he was not. <laughs> and our DM said, fuck you, I'm going to freeze him. I think we were given pretty great motivation by that. <laughs> it all worked out. The DM said, this character will not give you more information than it already has. I will see to it, God damn it. <laughs> if it takes sending him to another plane, so <laughs> be it. But if we... Put in 15 diamonds to contact just a regular person. Regular person, yep. Yeah. Would we be able to specify the person, or would it just connect us with a rando? Well, no, it said if we know their true name, we can call okay. anybody. Yeah. Do we know his true name? Ernest? Probably not. I mean, you know his name is Ernest Thornhart. But that might we not be that, his but name. That might not be his true name. <laughs> So we could just waste 15 diamonds on 
Yeah. <laughs> we get a different Do- oh, rooster. Oh, that's a question. <laughs> does it consume the 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 item the the fuel if the call does not connect? Uh, no, it does not. Okay, so if we tried calling Ernest, payphone status, and that's nice. not his real name. It just wouldn't connect. Okay, so the the goal is to get fifteen diamonds so we can call Ernest. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check the job board though. Because the, all of these questions are not something that Red is thinking of in character. Red is checking the job board. What do you got for the job board, Henry? Yeah, Henry. Oh, great. Um, yeah, did you think of a uh, whole board of jobs for us, Henry? Hey, do Henry. you, hey, do Henry. you want... <laughs> hey, Henry, do you want the the random uh, D100 lists that you gave me for Christmas? Because one of them has D100 things that you find on a job board. No, actually, <laughs> no. because okay. I, I have some it. written down from last time. There are three entries besides the one that you put up. There is an entry for from the Embassy of Kebra looking for volunteers for an archaeological dig. There is a hand-scrawled note that's a little hard to read, but it appears to be from the chef at a local restaurant who needs help repairing his oven. Uh, And there is a... Oh, and there is an ad from the... It says it's from uh, a local morgue, and they need help making coffins. Hey! Hey! This is great. Carpentry. Oven repair. Yeah, I was like, one for each of you. <laughs> yeah, who's on the archaeological dig? Hey, do any of these say how much they pay? Uh, yeah, so the oven pays 50 gold. Nice. Uh, nice. The ar- archaeological dig pays uh, 800 gold, oh, but shit. you also have to travel. Uh, it doesn't specify where, and you have to be prepared for potential combat. Okay. Um, and the coffin so fixing fixing the ovens doesn't give us the hundred diamonds that we need. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're telling well, me? Well, maybe you can haggle. Can you give me fifty small diamonds worth of gold each? How much <laughs> does the uh, coffin building pay? Uh, so that's on a per coffin basis. <clears throat> And mm-hmm. it's 15 gold per coffin. Do they provide the wood? They will provide you the wood, yeah. Okay. What's the exchange rate for gold to diamonds? <laughs> yeah, good well, question. um... Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Let's call I'm it something. You, it's like we just, just ask for diamonds that are one, worth up. one gold piece each. They're just tiny little... Yeah. We're just going to go with a two-to-one ratio so that I don't have my head melt. Yeah, good. That sounds good. That sounds excellent. So a small diamond is two gold for, like, kind of the smallest diamond we could maybe yeah. manage. Okay. Yeah. Little baby diamonds. Um. Okay, so what if Herman and I both just took some jobs today and... Then we all went together on the archaeological job. Would we each get a hundred gold if we all went? Eight hundred gold, wasn't it? Eight hundred gold. It's eight hundred gold, and uh, it doesn't specify if that's as a group or per person. I mean, either way, eight hundred gold solves all of our problems. Solves. I mean, not Maybe. all of them, but a lot of them. 
maybe me and Herman can go take these jobs while the rest of the group goes and inquires about the archaeological job. Great. I mean, oh, good. Splitting Trevor the can also inquire with the snakes if he wants. That's true. I, yeah, was going to say Treble's not going to do okay. that. Treble can He's inquire with snakes. not going to that archaeological dig thing. <laughs> uh, but 800 gold, though. No, no, I'm saying he'll go do it, but he's not going to, like, okay. he has something yeah. else on his mind. He's not going to go inquire about Kitty it. Kitty can inquire be... on the dig. Okay, so just a four-way split then. Treble will go do whatever Treble's going to do. Kitty will do the archaeologist, ar- archaeological um, research. I'll fix uh, an oven. And then Red will go fix a uh, Red will make, make as coffins. many coffins as they can in one day. Yeah, how? What do I roll for coffin making, and how fast I can do it? <laughs> also, how big do the coffins need to be? Can I make a bunch of little ones? Yeah, a bunch of baby coffins. Can we make a bunch of baby coffins <laughs> for, yeah, did for an orphanage burn down? Gnomes. Yeah, baby gnome coffins. Those have got to be like just like hand size. This is sad. <laughs> Listeners, Henry is so quiet right now. It's because he's, it's, he's just because he's dying, boiling with rage. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, okay. So just to, so just so that I have this in hand, you're gonna split the party into four groups. And I didn't come okay. up with this idea. I would just like to say, yeah, that was my idea. Um, feel no, free no, no, to no. turn that down. No, 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 no. You've You've killed. My, you've broken. You've broken my house, and now you will live in it. Uh, <laughs> so let's go ahead and start with Herman. Good. That seems like the least terrifying option: fixing an oven. Yeah. So Herman, the address in question is about two blocks away, and when you arrive, the centerpiece of it's like kind of like an open air cafe. It has those walls or the that are kind of doors that swing up into the ceiling. So you get that nice sort of alfresco dining experience, but you can also close it if the weather gets bad. Uh, But the centerpiece of this restaurant is a giant fire pit in the middle and kind of perched over this fire pit is a massive walk. And as you walk up to it, there is a, a, uh, an orc, an orc there who is kind of got his hands on his hips and he's just looking at this fire pit and shaking his head. And you notice that the fire is actually getting low. Oh, hey there, fella. I, are you the one that needs the oven repair? Oh, gee, mister. Uh, yeah, that'd be real swell. The fire for for the magical walk over here, it appears to be going out. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm not very familiar with this particular type of magical walk, but... um. Anyway, actually, are you here for food? Because I've got some dry grain in the back that I can warm up a little bit. Ah, no no thanks. That's okay. Um, Oh, okay. I'll just fix your oven for you. Oh, well, that'd be swell. Yeah, I don't really know what to do. They mostly just have me here to hold the hot pan. (laughs) And he holds up up a pair of his hands, and they're, like, covered in bandages. Henry, I love this person and I love this voice and it's perfect. And, we'll never and I just see want them you to know that. Food repair we'll never see them repair. again, but I love them. You don't know that. <laughs> you might see them again. This is going to be the big bad. <laughs> you fail to fix his oven and then he ruins the world. All right, well, let's take a peek here under the hood. And I, uh... So there's a, little, uh, there's a little sliding hatch underneath the 
it's kind of, it's a stone base, but there's a metal hatch for, like, adding in coals and stuff to the fire, so you can slide that open. Okay. Slide that open and I peek my head in there. Well, it's still quite warm, but you can see that there's not very much, like, fresh wood remaining. There's a lot of wood that's been burned down to a crisp. And you notice that there, well, there's a mechanism, basically like a little, a bellows, kind of, made of some sort of material that's supposed to, like, increase the heat in this oven. And it looks like it's not functioning correctly. Got it. I fix it. <laughs> uh, now then, go ahead and roll. Roll, roll to uh, fix. Roll well, to I was. Fix. I'm trying to figure out if I want to make it sleight of hand or dex. Ah. Whatever it is, you add your proficiency because you are a handyman, right? Correct. Like, that so go bad. ahead and make a dex check. Okay. Uh, fifteen. Uh, sixteen actually. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not really generally familiar with how a magical walk is supposed to work but you do know how bellows work so you're able to kind of come up with a solution you either you patch it up or you move it slightly he duct tapes he just um, wait, you're telling duct me tape. he doesn't have to go to the home depot walking around with the part just being like <laughs> has anybody seen this part where do i find this part don't make henry create a magical home depot i'll lose it i will no. <laughs> have have I not suffered enough at, at the hands of your tomfoolery? <laughs> no. I'd also have to stop and pet a dog because I always meet a dog at Home Depot. So after after a couple seconds, uh, so do you like? So you repair it. Do you stay in the walk while he starts heating it up, or do you like get out and close the hatch and then tell him to start it? Uh, I don't get out right away. <laughs> Would you like to be burned to a crisp? <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll a d4, and that's how much you're going to get burned for. Perfect. I rolled a one. Okay. So. Oh, shit, uh, it gets hot in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, mister, that's kind of the point. That's how you get the best sear on the meat. I guess I should owe you some money, huh? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I mean, you can also pay me in steak. Do you have steak? Oh, steak? Oh, come oh, on, Well, I've bud. got... I, I've got minor ownership in this restaurant, but I don't know if it's called a steak. Um, nice. Hold on, hold on. Everybody clap. <laughs> hold on, let me let me actually check in the back. I think we got some steaks. And he kind of shambles off. I say shamble. He waddles off into the back. And he comes back, and he's holding what appear to be a couple of really nice tomahawk steaks. So... Good quality stuff. He also comes back holding a pair of wooden stakes. <laughs> nice. And he hands you both of those, along with a little pouch with gold in it. Hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks, mister. I was really worried I'd lose my job, but then I think they couldn't get anybody else to hold a metal pan. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help. Have a great day. <laughs> then I walk away. A beautiful scene. Excellent. See. Check off that plot point. I love how you insisted on giving me gold even though I tried not to take it. (laughs) Why won't you just let me sabotage the party, Henry? (laughs) Just please. Well, I said that he gave you a pouch. You don't know that it has gold in it. It has tiny pieces pieces of clinking steak in there. (laughs) 
<laughs> They're the burnt ends that are so often <laughs> served at barbecue restaurants. Okay, so that's that. Uh, uh, let's do archaeology next. Great. So, Kitty, you have to go a little bit further. The Kebron Embassy is about five blocks away, and it's in what would be called the nice part of Kuru. The streets are all pretty clean, nice cobblestone streets, all kept clean. Uh, the other thing that you notice is that there are quite a few armed guards with the Kebron flag kind of stitched onto the clothing at intervals. Cool. And there are four of them flanking the entrance to the Kebron Embassy. And they, at least one of them who appears to be in charge, asks you what you're there about uh, before letting you in. And upon answering, because I don't want to make you roleplay that, they direct you to a third floor office. Upon arriving there, you discover a another tabaxi, very elderly tabaxi, mm-hmm. with a pair of crystalline spectacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, their fur is kind of a almost going white, but a gray to white sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And their nameplate says Harvey Spakofna. Great. Spakofna? Yeah, let's give the character who has a stutter a character named Spakofna to say. <laughs> well, I mean, I was about to say you can just call them Harvey because that's how they're going to introduce themselves. Great. So. Great. Uh, 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 hello, uh, I, I'm here inquiring about the uh, archaeology um, the protection that you're uh, looking for. Oh, yeah, Toots, is that why you're here? Oh, no. Yeah, you can call oh, me Harvey. No. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. I don't like this guy as much as I like the other guy. <laughs> Looky here, doll. You can call me Harvey. Harvey, have a seat over there. And he points to a to a chair. She sits down and crosses her legs at the ankles. So you hear about the archaeology? Are you in here for some sort of secretary job or what? <laughs> no. Uh... I w- w- work with a band of, um, some would call us adventurers, and we heard you were looking for help uh, on the archaeology dig uh, for protection, maybe having to uh, fight some things. We're very good at uh, th- th- those sorts of things. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, are you able to type 50 words a minute? I, I am, but that's... I, I can, yes. I, I worked in Bastalone at a newspaper, but uh, we're looking for uh, the 800 gold a person protection job. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he reaches into his desk, he pulls out this tattered piece of paper and hands it over to you. On the top of the paper, there's a map illustrating roughly the area that you have to be in and then like a short description of what you're looking for. And it looks like you're investigating an underwater cave that was previously above water and then at some point in the last 50 years, either because of flooding or climate change, it became underwater. Really glad I kept my cloak as a manta ray. But you're charged with assisting a pair of uh, archaeological researchers from one of Kebra's universities who are trying to safely remove some artifacts 
uh, some canopic jars from this underwater burial site. Thank, thank you for this. Uh, do, do we meet the researchers there, or do we head out with the researchers, or... To be honest, we, we're still kind of putting the thing together. It'll probably be a few days before we uh, send out some, some folks. Uh, I do have to ask this, though. Uh, how deep in the water have you ever swam before? You know, sir, uh, I uh, was working... What, the the submarine that we were on, was that a Kebron submarine? Yeah. I... I the pride, pride of Nehekor. I worked on the Pride of Nehekor and uh, have been very deep um, and have items, uh, and our troop has items to keep us safe underwater so we can go as... deep as we need to oh that's fantastic doll fantastic please don't call me that okay uh okay i have suddenly become not a (laughs) douchebag i wish that's how it worked in real life i yeah (laughs) yeah now that you have rebuffed him he says get the fuck Uh, out of my office you dumb bitch (laughs) Wait, that's real life. Sorry. Sorry, it's just bleeding. It's bleeding into my (laughs) D&D. So, he tells you that in a couple days' time, the party will assemble in the embassy. And then from there, they will take a boat out to the archaeological site. And then they will dive to get there. Great. And and, uh, as discussed, it's 800 gold per person. To provide these protection services, correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, except that it's split in half, so it's four hundred before and four hundred after. Great. So four hundred per person before and four hundred gold per person after. That sounds great. That's correct. And uh, as always, the standard salvage rights apply. So if you find anything down there that isn't of historical interest to the Republic of Kebra. You are entitled to it, pursuant to yada yada yada. Great, and she will stick out her hand to shake her or her hand paw to shake out his hand paw. He gives you your hand a firm shake. Oh, uh, what name should I put down for this protection gig? Oh fuck! I've got to do paperwork to get you, to get the funds requisitioned and all that jazz. Oh fuck! Um, God damn it! I have to come up with a name for us. Um, oh, oh, it's not so funny now, is it? No. <laughs> hey, hey, no, this is a great moment. Everybody, let's do a little huddle. Hey, hey, what the fuck are we called? We've been at this for like 25 episodes. <laughs> like the dumb fucks uh, is all <laughs> into my mind, but I, that's probably not the name we should give out to people. Uh, uh, what do we do? What are we good at? What's our um, branding? <laughs> I was like the scapegoats. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the losers. Hey, can you just call us the losers? <laughs> All I thought was scapegoats because we have a we have a satyr and then we get blamed for a lot of shit. That's true. How about the goats? And it means scapegoats, but it also means greatest of all time. <laughs> I like the goats. And it also really means great. treble is our mascot. I think that's pushing it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, 
I don't. Uh, this is actually up to Kitty, though. It's true. In the, in the split second that you're considering this, uh, the Harvey's like, you know, we, uh, we tried to get the Storm Riders to do a protection gig, but as it turns out, it doesn't matter how many times we led them into water, we couldn't make them swim in it. Ha 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 Are we going with the goats? No, I like the scapegoats. We're going with the scapegoats. Well, that's an odd name for a mercenary outfit, but, uh, you know, you do you. You know, Put that in here. It, it, it works on m- many levels, and if we fuck up, then you can just blame us. Can it be scapegoats, but the goat part is capitalized so that we can be a great <laughs> Great, great, sure. <laughs> if, it, if it makes you happy, ma- sure. Make Thank sure each, each letter of goat is capitalized. Thank you. Oh, sure, sure, because every letter is like a synonym or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's y- how Yes, it works. I, f- I feel a fey presence just whispering it into my ear. Oh, well, uh, I had to take pills for that when that happened to me last year. <laughs> Terrible business. Okay, we're going with that. Um, yeah, for right now. For right now, okay. Until everybody else hears named everyone. Now, just because I want, I know that we didn't do much rolling last session, and I want to give everybody the opportunity to do it this session. Do you want to haggle over the price at all? I mean, if we can get more, I thought I was haggling. Yeah, that's by what I'm saying. Per, do you... per person? Oh, oh, I know. Uh, we will need uh, uh, some per diem uh, uh, um, uh, uh, money, not just the, the four hundred to make sure that no one gets hurt. Um, is there any way that we could add that in? to our retainer price oh i'm sure we could work out something uh, what price did you have in mind and, uh, uh, how good is kitty's persuasion uh, uh, that's the question an extra 200 gold per person roll persuasion okay let's do my new dice that say fuck you on the 20 and fuck me on the one i love that that's pretty good. It's a good item. Well, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> that's a three. Well, I'm sorry, Toots. I, I don't think that's in the budget, but I can throw in an extra 15 gold a person. He stopped calling you doll, but he do th- you haven't yeah, said I anything went... specifically about Toots yet, so... <laughs> I know. Uh, fine. That, 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 that will be fine. Um... Uh, I appreciate it. That will at least pay for rations. Well, I don't care about your reasoning, but yeah, that's fine. (laughs) All right, well, I'll see you here in two days' time. Thank you. And she'll leave, and she'll shut the door, and then she'll just, like, shiver, being like, oh, fucking hate. We, shit. Uh, Henry, just put in your future notes that Kitty needs to be able to just maul a sexist dude at some point, just for the catharsis. <laughs> it was an isolated th- third court or third floor office. She could have done that. <laughs> no, but like for the plot. Oh, for the plot, yeah. Plot wise, no. stick give, that give in us there. a sexist that I can maul. I just mean, absolutely destroy. In my head canon, I had it. So that eventually, when you make your way back to the paper, you can beat the shit out of the editor. I but, mean, that'd be great. That'd be good. Uh, but I can, 
I can pencil it in beforehand. Stick that in our just sort of uh, dream journal, our goals, our aspirations as a yeah. party. The mauling of sexists. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we'll say and scene. Yep. Then. And um, scene. Okay. Treble, what were you doing? Well, I had some questions. Oh, for fuck's first. sake. Okay. Uh, what'd you got? Okay. So. I've been here before. How um it's but it's been a long time. So how long has the Blood Drinker Social Club been around? Is that a fairly recent thing or is that has that is that like an established place? It's an established place. Okay. You it's gone through some refurbishment since you were last here, but yeah. Okay. It's it's been around. Would I know I mean obviously based off of what we've experienced while we're here is is that kind of like where is that like the frankie forefingers of this area where they kind of just have their palm and the everything they're probably not quite to that level i think because people are unfortunately suspicious of a lot of wanty they don't quite have the same pull but they're kind of up and coming in the in the local corruption scene Gotcha. Okay. They're up and coming and... in the local corruption scene. Yeah, I I, I know. love it. Continue. And so, based off of uh, my visits of the arena, how are the how well are the uh, fighters paid? Uh, it sort of depends. Uh, some of them do quite well and they've got like minor sponsorships with local businesses okay some of the most of the up-and-comers though aren't aren't paid particularly well they might make on a on a good day like 30 gold for a prize fight oh wow okay yeah not very much at all but really you're you're Uh, you're competing for the experience not for the compensation (laughs) so for the exposure exposure, even for the for the publicity yeah before Herman had walked away, I mean, I know he did already went and already did his thing. So before he walks away, Treble's gonna try and pick his pocket and take the card to the Blood Drinker Social Club that he got. Okay, well, you know what you have to roll for that, so roll your sleight of hand. Sleight. Uh, ooh, nineteen plus four, twenty-three. Okay, well, uh, along with some pocket lint, you get the card. I really wanted the opportunity to call you out for getting handsy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so after everybody sort of starts walking away, Trouble's going to kind of take the card and put it in his pocket and start walking towards the Blood Drinker Social Club with base in tow. Okay, outside of the Blood Drinker Social Club... They are a pair of Wanti who appear to be acting as bouncers. And the closer you get, they kind of notice you and square up and appear to be ready to stop you if you try to enter. Oh, I just remembered one other question that I had. How much is the Cloven Hoof Coalition involved in this area? Is that a Bastlone only thing or would they have a presence here too? I mean, they might have a couple members out this far, but it's really more a Bastalone thing. Okay. But you could you could probably find 
somebody like somebody who's a member that might work in my favor actually okay so i'm going to head and uh, i'm gonna walk up to the wanty and uh not without saying anything i'm gonna hold up the card and show it to him i'm not gonna give it to him because i'd like to hold on to it if at all possible but i'm gonna show it to him and then try and see what they do one of the Wan-Ti kind of narrows his eyes, looks at it, looks at you. Very well, you may enter. Ask for Yobetsume at the bar. And he knocks on the door in a rhythm. A little, like one of those eye holes slides open, and then closes, and then the door slowly creaks open. I look at base and I say, stay close on this one, buddy. And I head in. It is fucking dark inside. There are... So, immediately upon entering, there's a flight of steps heading down. Actually, two flights of steps heading down, kind of into the basement. And you turn a corner, and you see in front of you a number of bar tables and chairs kind of arranged out. Along the far wall is a long bar, kind of a wraparound bar, which has a few different people serving drinks. Are they all wanty? Is is everybody in the room wanty? Not everybody, but mo- but mo- well more than half. There's a mixture of wanty purebloods, and then uh, there are also a few wanty anathemas. So folks who have fully committed to the snake form. And in the back, there's kind of a raised platform. Uh, looks like it's a VIP section of sorts. And at this table you see a very large Wanty anathema, kind of cobra styling. So he's got like the big snake hood behind behind his face and black and red markings all over him. Is the is the Wanty anathema just like bigger than others? Like how, how does he look different? Well, the lower half of his body is entirely a snake, so there's no actual legs. Okay, so the other ones are like snake-ish but humanoid shaped. They're all humanoid shaped with the ability to occasionally transform into the snake form. Okay, but this guy's like fully Jafar the snake. Correct. Okay, got it. Love it. They committed to the bit. Does he still have arms? Correct. He's still got arms, does not have legs. Oh, pardon me, it's not abomination is what I should have said. Anathema is the one with multiple heads. And that... Ooh comes that comes later <laughs> there'll be multiple snake spoilers i have been watching henry paint all the minis that are related to all of these characters we're gonna meet and i'm very scared if you want like peeks at enemies we'll probably encounter later you should probably follow henry's instagram or his twitter yeah that too occasionally i have uh, good takes mostly i don't <laughs> but occasionally i do but it's not totally Wantees. You do see a few other... You see some Tritons. You see a Goliath. You also see... And this would be somewhat of a new sight for you, uh, Treble. You also see some gnolls. And gnolls, oh. for our listeners out there, are canine and sort of hyena-based humanoid creatures. Just like Kitty is a cat person, but these are dog people. Indeed. Specifically hyenas. Which are lovely animals. I'm a big fan. They are scavengers, that's true. And also, very scary if you are perhaps a vulnerable lion cub. Yeah. 
They, they like to start water buffalo uh, stampedes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stampedes. But it's bizarre, but they are known for that. It's crazy. Just one of those things, I guess. So, that is what you see. I'm going to head up to the bar and do what the bouncer suggested and mention the name. I don't remember what the name is. I'm so sorry. But I'll, I'll mention... Um, Yubitsume. Yubitsume. So I'll go up and say, um, I was told to look for Yubitsume. Oh, okay. Well, uh, bartender points over to the the VIP section. Uh, and, and old-fashioned, please. Bartender gives you a quizzical look, but makes you the old-fashioned and asks for a single gold. They have actual alcohol here, not just blood. You don't know. Just, we'll find out when Treble drinks it, and it's just. He makes real you an thick. old fashioned made of blood. It's just real. Thick. Yeah, does it look like a regular old fashioned? It, it does. It does look like a regular old fashioned. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. God. Okay, okay. So I'll grab the drink and I will head up to the Wanty Abomination. You make your way there, and you didn't really notice it before, but this VIP area is also surrounded by other wanty that appear to be guards and they have uh weapons visibly drawn the abomination kind of gives them a nod and you're able to take a seat across from him treble is trying to play it really cool here like he knows he's an ass a lot of times but these people kind of do scare him a little bit so he's going to sit there and sip his drink and wait and see if this person talks first but it's kind of one of those things where like he won't wait too long so it's not he's not going to get into like a competition to see who's going to talk first but he's going to give them the opportunity to speak first he's being deferential he's not going to drag his chair slowly to the table oh for no no. I was thinking about that the other day. That was... <laughs> Henry just stews about that in real life. Just going, my fucking bullshit. It was a great like was... character move for the drama, but also the most horrifying thing. Yeah. We all <laughs> yeah. just imagine it in real life going... It was like an episode of The Office with really high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Blood Drinker Social Club, my friend. Have I seen you, you here before? Unfortunately, no. This is my first time. It's not my first time to the city, but uh, it is my first time at your establishment. It's, it's very nice. Thank you. We do try to keep a certain atmosphere. Yes, I can, I can tell. I have lots of questions, but uh, I'm sure you get that a lot. Oh, I frequently do, but uh, seldom do I give answers for free. Ah, of course. Uh, One moment. Uh, As you're speaking, you see a pair of Wanty purebloods emerge from a back room, and they're carrying a triton between them, like one arm over each of their shoulders. And it looks like he's been beaten up and shot several times. And they kind of just carry you, carry him past, but they're in your eye line, so you watch this happen. And uh, Yubitsume says, sadly, another victim of lead poisoning. What's uh, going around these days? 
Indeed, indeed it is. Uh, I must ask you, are you allergic to arsenic? Typically, my body has not reacted super well to arsenic. Um, so I'm probably going to pass for today, but uh, I appreciate the offer. Of course, of course. Treble's like, I've tried it. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's on my face. I've rubbed a little on my teeth. Don't worry about it. I was a fan of their old music, but their new stuff really, <laughs> really doesn't do it for me. Now tell me, what brings you into our fine establishment today? I am sort of in need of a little bit of help, but less help and more finances. Finances, I see, I see. You're looking to make a little coin, eh? One might say coin, or specifically, I have an interest in diamonds. And you strike me as the sort of fine people who can uh, procure such things. Well, that is certainly true. I've been able to procure many things in my time. What sort of work are you are you open to taking on? I'd prefer not to do, you know, anything, like, too insane, like murders. But if you want me to steal from somebody, I don't, I don't care. I'll steal from somebody all day. Um, <laughs> That's a shame, because all of our high-paying jobs are so often murders. Uh, not not murders, just cleanings. We prefer to call them cleanings. <laughs> I want Treble to take the job that is, like, the cleaners who come in after John Wick. Just like the guys who come in to like clear up all the blood afterwards. Oh God, you're never gonna uh, get this well, out. Yeah, is that, is that re- the job that I'm doing? Like, do I just have to plate. clean up the dead bodies? I can do that. I can clean up the dead bodies if I don't have to kill the people. I clean up the dead bodies. Well, there certainly is an opportunity for that. Uh, how open are you to intimidation? I'm very good, and he starts dragging a chair over slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, if you're open to intimidation and a little blackmail, I think we might have something going. Of course, there's more money involved if you feel like, you know, curtailing some life, but we can't have everything we want. Uh, oh, are you a good carpenter? N- no, but I... I have a friend. I know a guy. Oh, do you? Well, one of our front businesses is looking for a carpenter. If they still need the, the work, perhaps you should the send co- them in here. The coffins? The, the coffin building people? Oh, you have heard of them. Oh, yeah, they, we saw the sign outside. I think, I think he's already on the way there, so we're all good there. Oh. I told them not to advertise in public. Hmm. You just fucked those guys over. I'm so fucking Well, let's scared, uh, man. not take it out so on scared. my friend. My friend's a really good carpenter. Oh, really no, 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 no. This. Nothing will happen to your friend. Oh, His okay. Friend, that's, on the other that's hand, uh, fucking dead. One, one moment, please, my good satyr. Cecil, and one of the wantees comes over, and he whispers something in, in Cecil's ear. You see a pair of Wantee slowly slither their way out up the stairs and out of the bar. The other question I had is, how familiar are you with the Clovenhoof Coalition? When you say this, his expression hardens a little bit. And he's like, by and large, we've run them out of town. 
They keep trying to sell their goods here, and they refuse to give us a percentage. Why? Do you represent them? Not necessarily, but I believe that our goals align in some ways, and instead of fighting, maybe we could uh, work something out and both benefit. <laughs> Base disagrees. Base is like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Stop talking about it! Perhaps, perhaps at some point in the future, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. The last time that one of them tried to work with us, it went very poorly for both of us. In fact, and he points to a little area above the bar, and you see a mounted minotaur head. Kind of mounted in the you same way that you that might. You just didn't see that before. You just didn't, didn't notice that before now. <laughs> Whoa. There's a new satyr in town. Oh my god. I'm scared. Hold on, I gotta roll a dice. Henry takes 300 psychic damage. <laughs> yep, you crit on that, so that's it That's it for DMing. You can play amongst yourselves. I, I got nothing. There might be a new satyr in town, but I can guarantee you that there is no new minotaur in town. Look, if you, want the, if you want the job, we have something like that that can pay you a little bit of coin or diamonds. If you want something a little bit more hands-on and disagreeable, then perhaps we can work together there too. If not, um, and regardless of which job you pick, discretion is key. Let's, uh, let's start with blackmail and let me uh, talk to some of my associates and see how they feel about it. Very well. Trevor mutters under his breath. He's like, damn it, of all times to get rid of Vincent, we had to get rid of him now. God damn it, why do we have Herman? And he's like, <laughs> it's like all under his breath. And he's like, okay, thank you. And he's like, goes to shake the Wanty's well, hand. Wait, you need the deal. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't heard the job yet. <laughs> um, get the job. In three days' time, there will be a boxing match at the arena. We need one of the boxers to throw the match. You need to convince him and his manager that it is in their best interests to lose. If you are able to successfully do this, I will give you 300 diamonds. If you are unsuccessful, the reward will be less pleasant. Very well. Wonderful. And he reaches over to shake your hand. Trouble shakes his hand. The grip is very, very cold. Yeah, he's cold-blooded. Don't... And he looks at you. Go ahead and make a charisma save. Aw, oh, shit. I imagine with that snake's part boa, he'd have a very firm handshake. <laughs> 16. That is a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> you do feel a little sense of fear just looking into the eyes of this snake, but not nearly as bad as it could have been. Okay. Three days. Don't forget. We would hate to have to remind you. And I would hate for that too. And trouble leaves. Okay. Base has no interest in walking out of this. Place. He's terrified, so he's like on my shoulder, just kind of hunkered really close to my head, and Trouble just kind of makes a beeline for the door. Oh, by the way, I should have given you the name of the person you actually need to intimidate. The name of the fighter is Margaret Thastus. Margaret Thatcher. Got it. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher, the boxer. <laughs>
Do you know where about I might find this Margaret Thastus? Oh, I'm sure you could find her in the arena somewhere, training. That isn't my job. Fair enough. Okay, and scene. Uh, let's see. So that leaves red. Yeah, I'm uh, very frightened now, because red doesn't know the situation that he's walking into, and he's stupid. So... So I go to the place on the flyer. You go to the place, and it is like a big old carpentry workshop. Um, they've got a number of boats under construction. Uh, not large boats, but like small one or two person fishing boats. Uh, they've also got like some frames of houses that are being built. Um, why they're not being built on site is baffling, but you know, whatever. They're mobile homes. Mm. Yeah, that. Kind of off in the corner, uh, there is a small section where people are making coffins. And when you arrive at this business, which is called Sally's Sawmill, Love it. you arrive there, and the, the titular Sally, a female Furbolg woman, who, with, a, with like this little hard hat perched on her head, She's directing some people who are making one of these house frame sort of things. And she sees you and immediately hands you a hard hat because safety always comes first. Oh, good. Um, I I hand her the little pull tag that I took off of the flyer um, and go, Hey, hey are, are you Sally? I was looking for, um, I, I came about the, the job. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, so we had kind of a rush order that we had to do, and we just needed some extra hands. What, uh, what's your carpentry experience? What's your background? Oh, well, uh, I've actually, my only job has just been carpentry. So, uh, yeah, since I, since I started working, it's, it's all been carpentry, mainly boats. Uh, but, but I could, I could do whatever you need, really. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, I need you to take that pile of wood, and she points over to several stacks of uh, of boards, and I need you to take that pile of wood, and I need you to make it into those. And she points to a, not really a, is it a stack of coffins? A rack of coffins? A gaggle of coffins? Uh, a cacophony of coffins. Well, that just sounds silly. No. <laughs> <laughs> A congress of coffins. Uh, a group of coffins, and I need you to turn that into that, and then I need you, if you've got the time, to also paint the coffins. Can you Can you do all that? Yeah, is that uh, all, all one standard size? Uh, yeah, so we've got t- uh, ten that are like a standard, standard average human size. We've got a couple child-sized ones, just to cover the, cover the spread of deaths, as it were. And, uh... Oh, there's an XL over there, just because. So, <laughs> I guess that's 14... No, that's... What is that? That's 13 in total. So, she's given you the material, uh, the quantity of coffins needed, and she requests that it be done ideally by the end of the day, but as fast as you can. So, in order to do that, uh, do you have proficiency in... I think uh, it's carpentry I, I tools, should, right? because that was my fucking job. So that would make no sense if I didn't. Um, It'd be awfully funny if it wasn't. 
You're just a really bad carpenter. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I have seen that. Um, what would I roll? Yeah, I'm thinking about that. So I'm thinking it'll either be dexterity or maybe oh, maybe I'd intelligence. Much do dexterity on that. I'm I'm gonna okay, say so dexterity. I add my then. dexterity bonus and then also my proficiency bonus. You've never made a coffin before, but okay, yeah, so I guess that's fair. Dexterity plus two, proficiency uh, plus three, so it'll be plus five to the roll. Let me just roll Yikes. that. Okay, I rolled a 13, plus 5, so 18? Uh, your first coffin's a little rough, but I think you get the hang of it, and they start looking a little bit more okay. trim. Does that also together. reflect like how many I'm able to make in... Uh, go ahead and roll it Two twice more. more. Okay. Uh, da -da. Two more times. That was two nat ones. That was legitimately two nat ones. Thank you, D&D &D Beyond. Thank you for that. Unfortunately, your next eight coffins are not the best quality. You've got the edges not quite lined up, so you've got a board sticking up just off into space by itself, not really matched <laughs> up with an edge of anything. Uh, on one of the coffins, you forgot to actually nail the bottom down, so as soon as you put Wait, a body in it, body it just falls what? onto the ground. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, okay. I'm saying, like if if um, you were to put a wait, body in so it, that's that what was for my next eight. Um, so each roll represented four. Correct. So I did make four good ones correct. at the beginning. <laughs> yes, but you definitely got it. worse over time. Uh, uh, so, not sure what okay. what's up with that, but. Sally eventually comes over and looks at you and gives you kind of a quizzical look and, like, holds up one of the coffins where you put the hinges on the wrong side so it can't actually open. <laughs> Are you sure you're yeah, qualified? Yeah, i coffins is new things. Like I said, I usually do boats, and uh, frankly, when I got to the child size ones, I just started getting sad. Uh, so I, I was a little distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you what, you've uh, done some work here today. Uh, why don't you uh, call it a day? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, why don't you call okay. it a day? I don't remember that excuse anytime I do something poorly. Like, I got sad. I was sad, okay? It's not my fault. <laughs> Fucking true, though. Okay, so am I getting paid for just the four that I did okay on? Correct. So okay. you're going to make 60 gold off of that. 60 gold is not bad. That's fine. Yeah, but you could have had 180. I know. I so. understand. Yeah, well, that's not my fault, is it? It's D&D &D Beyond that rolled two D20s and rolled a one on both of them. You're, you're ruining our D&D &D Beyond. <laughs> Give me better It's a poor dice. craftsman that blames his tools. <laughs> Give me better dice. Virtual dice. So, okay, I have 60 gold. And nothing terrible has happened in my presence. So I count that as a win. Not that you can see, yeah. Okay, great, good. Um, I go back to the, the hotel, where I assume that we are able to meet up. Yep, we all reconvene. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Dial M for Magic. Your cast, as always, was Jordan Fugit as Treble, Bobby K. Kuffner as Kitty Bradley, Dan Rogland as Red, 
Herman Cranberry was voiced by Nathan Pierce, and as always, our Dungeon Master was Henry Rogland. As you all know, this is our 30th episode today, and we are just so excited that you've joined us this far on our journey, or even if you're just getting started, we are so happy that you're here with us and enjoying the show. With our year anniversary on June 10th, we're super excited to announce the launch of our Patreon. If you subscribe, there's going to be lots of content that you can get, bonus content, bonus episodes, unedited episodes, ask me anything. We're, we're, gonna, we're going all out. If you subscribe at certain levels too, there's going to be free merch, which we're super excited about. We're excited to announce a series that we're going to be starting as well with that, The Middle Management Chronicles. It's a really exciting time, and we're really excited to show that to you guys, and that's going to be available to all of our Patreon users, so definitely go and check that out. We appreciate your support over the last year, and we're looking forward to giving you more content. Speaking of which, the next episode is coming at you June 23rd. We look forward to seeing you then.